WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob Casey's here, and oh, look who's back. He's back. And then what are words of Randy Quaid in an Independence Day when he's flying the spaceship up to the, hello, boys, I'm back. <laughs> he's an author, he's a broadcaster, he's a provocateur, the one and only Abdul Akib Shabazz. How are you, my friend? Uh, doing well, doing much better. Okay. Uh, not, not 100% yet, but getting better. Okay, so let's start with the obvious question. You ran for the mayor of Indianapolis. It didn't go the way you wanted, but you ran against a guy who had to spend a gajillion dollars in order to beat you. Are you glad you did it? Yes. Uh, I felt like I played. I went one-on-one against Michael Jordan and lost by three points. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way I described it. It took $2 million uh, to beat me. No, no, I, I'm glad I did it because uh, I, I was just looking at the city over the past few years. I was like, hey, we need to go in a different direction. Uh, it's time to stop talking about them. Familiar with the issues, well versed on the issues, so let's just give it a shot. It, how depressing is it? Because you and I, you know, talked about, hey, what are you going to do? How are you going to campaign? What's your path? And then this guy, unexpectedly, who is worth, you know, he's like Jed Clampett, gets in the race. That's got to be a pretty surprising and depressing thing because you got to kind of change everything. Um, we, well, see, we really didn't change all that much because we knew there was just a universe of finite voters that we were going to go for about eighteen to twenty thousand. And so that's what we focus and target our attention on. Uh, what Jefferson did, which I will give him credit for, because he spent two million bucks uh, in the primary, was he just basically like like Dres just carpet bombed everything, you know, for like you know months on end, and so there's no way you can compete with that. I mean, we did we did we did we did well, uh, all things considered, but we just couldn't compete with the two million bucks and change. What's one thing that you learned from running that you didn't know before? Uh, as I mentioned on State House Happenings, it's something I always kind of knew, but it was uh, made abundantly clear. When you talk to people who aren't in the political bubble, just like regular average folks to get their ideas, some folks come with some really, really smart ideas, and some folks come with some really, really stupid stuff. <laughs> Rob Kendall, <laughs> Casey Daniels, it's Kendall Casey Show. Abdul Keep Shabazz, our guest, back with us here on WIBC. All right, let's get to some big things. So Mike Pence has announced he's going to run for pre- – well, he's about to announce he's going to run for president. He's announced that he's going to announce. Yes, it's, uh, that's, how, that's how we do it in the political mm-hmm. world. Uh, garner as much free attention as possible. Uh, June the 7th, the reported date, uh, as we talked about on Statehouse Happenings, Abdul, I maintain the gravy train brigade, as I have dubbed them, uh, people who have for years avoided working real jobs because they have clung to Mike Pence's ankles like grim death, are giving him terrible advice. What say you? Um, well, like I said, uh, I don't think Mike needed any advice to run for president because Mike has always wanted to run for president. He, I, I doubt a day went by, particularly when he was in the governor's office, he'd look in the mirror like, hey, I can be president now other folks might argue and say something differently but no i'm not surprised he's running for president uh i don't i i say his chances are slim because any anything can happen in the presidential race because they're you know a day in politics a lifetime there are a million lifetimes between now and election day so that's kind of point number one but i i think number two it'll be interesting to see what sort of path he takes to sort of get that anti non-trump vote because trump has got his 25 to 30 35 percent who will follow him to the ends of the earth and so that's his floor and his ceiling so the question is the more, the more people who get in the race, all it does is just give you up that Trump vote, mm-hmm. right? That anti-Trump vote. You said he's the anti-Trump vote. Isn't that DeSantis? Uh, I would say they all are. DeSantis, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, uh, the one, Vol- Vladimir, whatever. Oh, that's, Ka- that's Casey's boyfriend, Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that, that guy. Yeah, I mean, she, dumped him, she dumped him for Tim, Tim Scott. He's yeah. got a bigger wallet. We broke up. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, but so, I mean, but I, I maintain that... Pence has always, what I found when I worked under him as pharmacy board director and then 
indirectly, I guess, kind of worked with him. And I got some great stories. Abdul knows a lot of these stories about when I was with the state auditor and the pharmacy board director. And, and you uh, can see right across the right hallway from the Oh, out we've the got some just uh, we talked about earlier, Casey, some great stories we're going to be. Uh, I can't wait till be... after June 7th when they all come <laughs> out of the vault. And Abdul knows many of these stories. He was uh, there. He reported <laughs> on some of them. Others he decided not to. Um, great. Some great stories. But uh, this is a guy who wanted to be in politics from the time he was old enough to tie his shoes. And this is the only logical ending. It's like the guy who chooses to storm the hill where he knows he has no chance of making it up the hill because this is how it's supposed to end. Um, I would say he's got. I, I would say he's got a shot. Uh, in, uh, in, in politics, anything is possible. Now, pro- possibility and probability are two different things. I don't think he'll get it, but anything can happen. Uh, okay, let's turn our attention now. Obviously. Uh, you are back covering politics and government in the state of Indiana. And there's something fascinating happening here in Marion County in regards to a lawsuit about judges. The court system has been a total disaster here in Marion County. You've written a lot about that. This looks to change how we elect judges, uh, how we appoint judges, maybe, perhaps. Tell us what's going on. Uh, but what happened was a lawsuit was filed basically saying that Marion County's system of selecting judges is unconstitutional because if A, it violates the Voting Rights Act, number two, it's discriminatory. Because if you look at the other 90-something-odd counties here in Indiana, they all elect their judges, Hendricks, Hamilton, whatever. But in Marion County, uh, there's a committee that nominates candidates, and the, they submit a list of the candidates to the governor, and the governor picks three. Now the, now, the, now, the voters do vote to retain judges, but they don't vote to elect the judges. And so that's, a, that's the basis of the, of, the, of the lawsuit. Who's filing the lawsuit? Uh, it's just a couple of regular citizens. Okay. Uh, but they 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 have a, they have a lawyer who comes, sort of specializes in this in this type of thing. We met uh, about a couple weeks ago just to to talk about it. Now the thing is, the the flip side of that is Marion County is different than the other counties because Marion County is a consolidated county, and there's a whole code on consolidated counties. So that's their argument. It's like, look, yes, we pick judges differently here in Marion County. The voters don't pick the judges directly. They they like the governor, and then the governor picks whoever. Blah blah blah. Now we keep a balance of Republican, Democrat judges, because if you didn't, then just be Democrats would run away with the whole whole thing. So the lawsuit was filed uh, like the middle of May. So the state has got like 30 days to respond to some change. You surprised it took so long for somebody to file a lawsuit on this? We've been talking about this for years, and I've always looked at that and gone, that doesn't seem right that individual counties get to do things differently. Uh I'm not surprised that it, I'm surprised it took this long, but uh, there's another lawsuit. Tom McDermott filed a similar lawsuit up in Lake County because I want to say Lake County they kind of do sort of the same, the same thing uh, with with judge selection. So it's it's not uncommon, but once again, Marion County is a consolidated county, so that that is that that is a distinction with a difference. How happy are you to be out of politics and be back covering politics? Um, well, my health is better. <laughs> <laughs> I actually gained a couple of pounds back. Are you working this weekend? Are you doing anything for the radio station? Uh, yes, we are back now that the race is over. Yeah. Uh, we just we, we said, said June 3rd would be the day that I'd come back. So we're going to have the show on Saturday. 1 to 3. Uh, 1 to 3. This is my 10th anniversary here at WIBC. Oh, and also congratulations. And also Cleveland Little's birthday from uh, Blazing sure, Saturday. Right. So. so you've been here 10 years? Yep. Wow. Happy anniversary. Thank Good. you. Congratulations. What are you going to do? Are you going to celebrate on air? What are you doing? What's uh, on the show? Uh, same show I've done before. Take oh, my okay, well, okay, very good. Nothing's changed. You've won nothing. There, uh, this is very good. But uh, we'll have Suzanne Crouch on the show next week. Oh, okay, very good. Well, uh, maybe she'll talk to you because <laughs> anyway, everybody loves talking to the me. You one, the one and only Abdul Gibshabas. Thank you, my friend. Hey, great to be back. It's Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC.